0: This is the Hans Shot First Podcast.
1: They don't know it, I'm
0: telling you. We'll be talking in depth about common movie moments from my dead body with the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Got all Okay. I'm Luke.
1: Hans Shot First. Hans Shot First. Hans Shot First.
0: Hans Shot First. Welcome, everyone, to Hans. Shot first. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week, we're talking about the movie Clue. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, we are. I don't, I don't have one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this movie came out in 1985. Directed by Jonathan Lynn, written by John Landis and Jonathan Lynn, based on the board game. First, first board game movie. Yeah. Starring Aline Bremen, Tim Curry, Madeline Kahn, Christopher Lloyd, Michael McCain, Martin Moe, Leslie Ann Warren, Colleen Camp, Lee Vink, Bill Henderson, and many, many others.
1: Actually, not too many others. No, <laughs> That's okay. pretty much the whole cast, other than uh, a <laughs> cameo by Howard Hesman.
0: Yeah. Isaiah, the, the, the cop, Bill Henderson. Um, Alright,
1: I believe this was Scott. This is your pick? Yes, it was. Alright,
0: so what's your first experience with this?
1: So, I can't imagine I saw this in theaters, but it's possible. Uh, I always have a vague memory of these, these older movies, of seeing them in a theater, but for sure I saw it on cable a lot uh, as a kid, and I have fond memories of it. Um, and uh, even uh, into my early 20s, I remember seeing this a lot. Then I hadn't seen it in a very long time, so it had been a while since I sat down to watch this again. And uh, I, I can say... <laughs> sitting down to watch it with the more critical eye uh, didn't do the movie any favors.
0: <laughs>
1: but, but I did appreciate some of the, the humor a little bit more. I will say that much.
0: Yep, that'll be my thing too. I would not seen in the theaters. I did think we rented it and I watched it on VHS um, when it came out. I remember it now, it was all above my head, right? When it came out, I was like, oh, it's like the board game, but I don't think I got anything about the movie when I watched it as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd seen it one more time in between then and now. Still, yeah, it's funny, but not my favorite thing. And then this time I watched it. Once again, I liked it a little bit more, but um, yeah, without getting into it, there's there's things I like and things I don't like. Alex? This is the first time I've ever seen it. Oh, Oh.
2: really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
2: Uh, I just heard uh, from uh, our coworker, Amy, that... um, this movie had multiple uh, different ending, depending on what theater you saw it in. Yes. Which I thought was super cool. And I'm glad that when I watched the movie, I'm like, man, I'm going to have to hunt down these other endings. Nope.
1: They just tack them on to the end of the um, DVD release. So, so here's the thing about that. It sounds awesome on its face, but (laughs) the movie's like barely an hour and 30, like not counting credits and things like that. Uh, if you if you cut off like another ten minutes off of that, like <laughs> people people aren't getting their money's worth.
2: Yeah,
1: that'd be nah. an hour and fifteen. It's lean. <laughs> well,
2: a, f- a few more movies nowadays could be an hour and fifteen minutes. I'll tell you that much. Which...
1: Uh, hour and a half is pretty good. Yeah, hour and fifteen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into it uh, as usual. We each talk about uh, seven items from the
1: movie. So, Scott, why don't you lead us off which number seven? Okay. Uh, so, my first couple are going to be some some criticisms I I had. Uh, this time around, that kind of bothered me was the the whole them splitting up uh, to search for the search the mansion for somebody else that might happen to be there. Uh, like, it didn't make any sense. Um, you know, they. Mm. It, it was. It took a long time for them too. That was a big chunk of the movie, is them splitting up. Like almost nothing happens um, until the end of it. Uh, it was just. It, it felt like this big hole in the movie uh, when they when they split up like that. Uh, you know, and it wasn't felt, a hole;
2: it was a trapdoor.
1: Oh well, there was a couple, mm-hmm. a couple hidden passageways. But yeah, just I, mean, I felt like they could have handled it better there could have been a better reason for them to split up um, instead it was just like oh there could be somebody in the house and then the, people even point out like oh well what if one of us is the killer then somebody else will die and everybody's like okay and, and, and I get that that everybody's like kind <laughs> of <was> fo- hilarious <laughs> I kind of get that everybody's following this kind of heightened logic um, in this movie but it just it just like broke up the whole movie to that point like all the momentum they built just came kind of crashing down when they split up for me anyway and then, and then there was like the whole the whole process. There's just a lot of jokes that fell flat. Um, I think there was like two or three different pairs of people that like squeezed together to get through places. Like they kept going back to that same joke, um, which they do a lot in this movie, by the way. They they kind of mm-hmm. beat some dead horses with some of these jokes. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's one way of putting it. Yeah. So yeah, I just I really didn't like the the whole that whole section.
0: All right. yeah, well, how about the
1: the matchstick part of it? That was
0: determining the teams, and be, was it Christopher Lloyd as yeah, a small one? And was, he's like going up to
1: that. That was probably the funniest thing he did. Well, the second funniest thing he did in the whole movie was like he <laughs> could tell that it's like not one of the long. <laughs> like he he spends the most time looking at the really long ones and like yeah. comparing it. <laughs> that was good, but yeah, once they actually split up, yeah, okay, and fair enough.
0: Um all right i 'll go in next uh, my number seven would be the whole dog thing and the dog shit like did it- <laughs> <laughs> that stupid joke like yeah like it was a joke at the very beginning, and I thought it would like pay off more unless I missed it like that would
1: have been a clue on uh, yeah. on what happened so so I thought about that Jeff and uh, uh um other than just being a joke that kind of really wasn 't funny what if what if it was to show that, that his character was actually a shit heel. Show <laughs> ah. so that he was actually the villain, ultimately. Spoilers.
0: What is it? Bravo, really, I guess? Yeah. I don't know, I still maybe. As
1: a joke it falls completely flat. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah the, you think like the whole movie people would be doing that if that was the case. So they would have brought it back later. But yeah. It's like the first three people do it and then it eh, joke's over.
0: Yeah, like I, I thought, I didn't remember the movie very well. So, oh, maybe this comes back, and I knew it wasn't you because it smelled like dog shit in the room or something. And then, in the very beginning, too, when the dogs are close, and he like throws the meat at them, and then he has to tie them up. And like, I just didn't—I don't know it really, didn't really pay off. I, I just was expecting more with the dogs and the dog shit, and didn't—and the jokes weren't funny, and it never paid off. So that's a negative I have there. Alex, number seven
2: number seven is, again with the dogs, but this one with the Doberman, where, quote-unquote, Mr. Bonnie was trying to go out. He can't go out that way. And then the dog jumps out to the window, and I couldn't help but think about the Minoc scene on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> the dog is just goes up to the window with his mouth like almost wide open, and his arms spread. And it's like, hey, that's kind of like a Minoc. <laughs>
0: okay. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Ale- or
1: Scott, number six. Uh, number six, another um, criticism is just, especially earlier on, like the the movie kind of starts sliding into a groove after a while, but early on there's just some really kind of odd direction for, for the actors and some of the staging, and it, it just didn't work. Uh, you know, the whole movie feels like a stage play, which I think is really cool. Uh, but, yeah, like like very – Early in the movie, um, Mrs. White comes in and, and uh, he introduces her to a vet. And then he immediately moves into a, oh, I see you two know each other. Like when there's barely any cue at all for that. It's just his exposition that he's spitting out. When the director could have taken a beat for them to like look at each other or something. Um, and there's there's several things like that in the movie. Um, just a lot of the the over-the-top takes that some of the characters give early on. Whether uh, where they're just, like staring at people like the the dinner scene's awkward. And they're just staring at the two of them to uh, when they're slipping up the soup. It's funny, but again, it's just a really weird choice. Um and, and there's stuff like that throughout the movie. Um I I feel like the director just did not get the the most he could have out of these, these actors. Um and it's a great cast too. So I feel like I kinda missed out. I now, that said, I have more to say about, about uh, the cast and further on of my list, but uh, I just felt like I could have done better with it. Uh, you know, to his credit, he does a, I think he does a good job um, toward the end uh, with, with all the reveals, and I'll talk about that later. But, yeah, I just felt a little hacky, at least for the first, I don't know, quarter of the movie. All right, fair enough.
0: Um, my number six is a little stupid joke. And it's a, when they the lights go off for the one of the last times. where they Who's kill touching
2: them. my breasts?
0: <laughs> when they kill the maid, they kill well, the cop, maybe, and then the the singing telegram. And they're going through and they're retracing <laughs> all the steps. And there was some simple line. And it's like six corpses. This is getting out of hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'd say so. It's like understatement of the movie. I, I thought. That made me laugh out loud. So that's
1: my number six. I, yeah.
0: Six corpses. This is getting out of hand. I,
1: I thought it was interesting, Jeff. Um, they freak out with every corpse, but by the time they they find a vet, they're just all like, eh. yeah, just... <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. like yeah. all the all the shocks. They're like they're they're completely um, uh, oh, what's the term? Um, not uh, immune, but yeah uh, Basically, yeah. There's there's a word I'm forgetting for this, but yeah, it's at that jated. point they're like. Yeah, basically. like they, <laughs> And then they see the other carbs, and they're like, well, some more dead bodies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Alright, Alex, number six. Uh, my number six is, I think a little... I, I get Scott's point where everybody was hamming it up at the beginning and there's super obvious stuff. But I kind of understand it because it's kind of ha- like how you play the board game. If that makes any sense, because I've only played Clue a handful of times, but it's always kind of like that. So wait, who's over here? It's like this is Hand is over here. Aha! See, these two know each other. Okay. Oh, okay. You know, and so I what? thought it was, I thought that was more of like a board game uh, type of thing. I mean, maybe it didn't play well in the movie, but that's what I took from it. Especially when the when the cook also <laughs> like points the knife at Wadsworth. Dinner will start at 7.30. was <laughs> like, oh, okay. Is that going to be significant?
1: Who knows? Yeah, well, I I, I didn't mind all the, the weird, like, posturing when the people are spinning out lines, but the, it was just more, again, just... She could have let the actors do more. I think it was my problem. Eh, maybe. But yeah, uh, this,
2: this movie is... Uh, you can definitely feel that it comes from a board game. Uh, more so, and it, and it, eh, I guess it did the best that it could. Not like, like, fucking, the other thing that I can think of is Battleship. That piece of trash. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I like that it went, you know, the comedy route. It was nice, even though there's a bunch of murders going on, it's still, you know, fun. And nobody feels, uh, like, in the audience, There's it's more of a comedy, kind of like the game. You're talking about murdering people and trying to figure out who done it. But it you know, it's a game, it's supposed to be fun. So I like the direction that they took it. It I mean, it didn't succeed a hundred percent as a film, but
1: points for trying. Well just to add on to your, your your board game point, it is funny that uh and I really like this that there's only like the six weapons in the entire mansion. Like like you said, Alex, you see the the, the cook like point <laughs> yeah. this giant knife at him early on. Like there's plenty of shit laying around that they could have used to kill people, but they <laughs> yeah, people right. people kept going back for these specific items. I thought that was funny. Oh, the mm-hmm. presents. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right, uh, Scott, number five.
1: Okay, but number five is the the mansion itself. It's a great set piece, and then reading of the trivia, um, everything except for the ballroom was a set. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and and that that helps with the the whole again stage play feel that I thought it had. Yeah. uh but yeah they they each each room uh has a, has a very unique feel, um and it just help really helps set the tone um for everything that's going on where it's kind of that the muted kind of reds and uh, the blacks black and whites uh throughout the the whole thing and then the the start kitchen um and dining room uh they all help contrast each other which is nice because they're <laughs> they are points they're literally running from one room to the next. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's always cool that you always kind of each room is is again has uh you know is, is easily identified there's there's cool stuff going on in there with like uh like I really like the library with all the books and the like the fake uh doors that that also look like shelves. I know, that that looked fantastic. The main hall was great. Uh Got a lot of time was spent there. Um, so yeah, I, I really thought it was uh, some great uh, set design.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's I, I didn't think about it until you talked about it, but yeah, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, my number five, boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not. It's not your. It's not your five and four, Jeff. No, <laughs> oh, should have mine at two. Um no, it's just funny, I when I first watched this, obviously I didn't get it. I was a kid, wasn't paying attention. I remember when I watched it later on well, when I watched it this time when she showed up like, Oh yeah, I remember it's a girl with the rack of this thing and it's out the whole time and and this time paying attention more like I don't think anyone ever makes eye contact with her. They're always just the men and the women. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: that's lately. the funniest part. Yeah, it's the women are always like uh, uh Eileen Brennan uh, cracked me up when uh she first gets introduced. And a vet goes to get something for her, and she just looks over and looks at her, looks at her chest, and then <laughs> looks up at looks up everybody and just like shaking her head, like "What's going on?"
0: <laughs> yeah, so that that made me laugh. Especially said that, like, no, I don't think there's no eye contact made men or women. I like the way they play that up, and uh, they were spectacular. <laughs> Out there and say that. Mm-hmm. So that's my number five, boobs, Alex. Uh, my number five is
2: Madeline Kahn. Specifically, when uh, in one of the endings, she was explaining how yes, I was angry at her, and you could feel that she just went off on an ad lib tangent. That they just left it in. She's like, "Yeah, and my face is like red and and you know like fire and smoke and on the <laughs> sides of my head." And while she's still talking, <laughs> Tim Curry <laughs> just goes on with his explanation, and you can still hear in the background. <laughs> Tried to describe how angry she was oh, that was the biggest laugh that
0: I got yeah she's great in everything yep agreed um, alright Scott number four
1: uh, my number four uh, is so So I'd, I wrote down a few lines specific lines um, that, that made me laugh and uh, I should point out that there, there were there were many points in the movie where I laughed out loud a lot of it was mostly just at like the clever dialogue uh, but mm-hmm. my favorite line was at the very end. It might have been the very last line in the movie. When Michael McKinn... God <laughs> damn it. This is my <laughs> <too>. Michael McKinn <laughs> holsters his gun, <laughs> looks up and says, I'm going to go home and sleep with my wife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's got this big it's green like, on his face. Cuts <laughs> the credits. Yeah, that's the movie. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, so good.
2: It's awesome.
1: You know, I, I get, it, it, the movie was, you know, Ray 5 is pretty good for not being, like, too homophobic. Um, I like my, Michael McKeon doesn't play him as, like, you know, some kind of gay stereotype. Yeah. Uh, but, uh...
0: He doesn't do best
1: in show gay. He does do that later. Yeah. But he's, he's pretty understated with that, too, I thought. Uh, well, I'm saying this isn't as bad as Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, and the couple, there's a couple jokes at his expense for his perceived uh, homosexuality, mm-hmm. but... Uh, that line at the end just to be like, nope, I'm actually straight guys. Like, (laughs) going home to sleep with my wife. And then the delivery. Oh, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's the best.
2: As for him, I killed him with the revolver in the hallway. Yeah, and
1: then they (laughs) finishes up with the clue thing, yeah. That's my number four.
0: All right. Uh, My number four, as you mentioned uh, earlier, Scott, is the clever dialogue. I don't think it goes through
1: the whole movie, but there are definitely parts who are just going back and forth and I just really like that and... there was there were some weird jokes that i was it was making me laugh, but I was like, was this the thing in nineteen eighty five like yeah. cause they they make several jokes about the uh, uh the u n being like this this den of like psychopaths yeah. <laughs> and each one of them made me laugh, but i I was like that can't be right <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, Christopher Lloyd had the, you know, who <laughs> joke. So I thought, thought that was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just a lot of snappy dialogue. Joe, yeah. Yep. Um, all right. Alex, number four.
2: Number four was Michael McKeon, but I also want to mention one other, like, small moment when, uh, what was the maid's name? Yvette. Y- Yvette. Yvette was saying something and it was like, oh, so and so, and then Colonel Mustard and uh, Mister Green or Doctor Green, are like, "I'll go with you." And Michael McKean's there, and he's like, "No thanks." <laughs> yeah. and he
0: just walks away. <laughs> yeah. That was awesome. All
1: right. Uh,
0: Scott, number three.
1: Number three, Madeline Kahn. 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 Yeah. So, you know, I again, it's been a really long time since I saw this, and I was kind of excited because. I'm like, yeah, I barely remember her in this movie. Um, and yeah, she was... Uh, um, it, it takes a while for, for them to really give her much to do. Um, but <laughs> she gets funnier and funnier as the, the movie comes to a conclusion. Um, she, she had my second favorite line in the whole movie, which was uh, when she was giving the speech about her, her husband dying. Um, and she said, uh, <laughs> it, came a great sh- it came as a great shock to him when he died. <laughs> that was a brilliant line. Um, she, yeah. yeah, she has the uh, the whole line about how when Colonel Mustard confronts her about how many husbands she's had, and she says, "Mine are other are other women's. <laughs> Yours? <laughs> oh, five. I've only had five. Yeah, just the five. Just the five. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, she's so good in this. You know, I can't. You know, thinking of her as uh, Lily von Stupp. Um this kind of uh made it all that much better. Um but yeah, she's she's really funny in this. And uh and, and the cast as a whole is, is pretty great. Um so for her to stand out like that is uh speaks to her comedic chops.
0: Yeah. I I mean I've I think the first thing I ever saw her in was yeah, either Blazing Saddles or History of the World and like she's Yeah. It's the mm-hmm. best.
1: Forget that shit. I almost fell. <laughs> um. All
0: right, uh, Rhonda, my number three, and I just have you. Got, I will pick out one individual, but I'll just say the cast in general. I, I can't. Some are a little less than others, but for the most part, I think I liked them all. You mentioned Madeline Kahn. You uh, we talked about Tim Curry, which I may mention a little bit more later on. Uh, Michael McKean, Christopher Lloyd, all of them. Yeah, Martin Mull is great here. Martin I feel like
1: out of all of them, uh, Christopher Lloyd kind of gets underused here, I guess. I think he's underused, but his scenes are good. He has, he has some really funny stuff he gets to do, but out of all of them, I think he's probably used the, the least.
0: Like we're talking about the match scene where he's like in the background, just kind of sticking his head. Yeah. In and it, it reminds me of the scene in Back to the Future when Lorraine comes to, to Doc's place <laughs> and they're hiding the DeLorean and everything and... He's all look. Like, she's talking to Marty, asking him out to the prom or whatever. And Doc is—he's pretty much doing the same thing, sticking his head and just doing weird stuff. I don't know. Love me sing Christopher Lloyd. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex, number three.
2: All number three, you guys covered this a bit, but the dialogue, the snappy dialogue, joke delivery—at least the verbal ones—are really good. And I love the old—I um, guess you would call them vaudeville or Lord and Hardy jokes, where there's it's like, no, there's no more bullets in that chamber. Yeah. You shot it once, then two over here, two over here, then once over here. You're out of bullets. Two one plus two plus two plus one. It's like, no, you shot one over here and over here. There's this whole number of confusion until Scarlet just goes, Alright, just cut it out. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that is one great.
1: plus two plus two plus one. Mm-hmm.
0: They obviously don't remember their order of operations.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the please excuse my dear Aunt Sally. Mm-hmm. That's Whoa. right. You guys remember that? I remember Sakatoa. Yeah. Well, that's the tr- that's trigonometry. We're in yeah. arithmetic here, bro. Yeah. I forgot what I meant. Please excuse parentheses, exponents, yeah. multiplication, division, addition, subtraction. There you go. Yeah. You kids should never fail a math test ever again. Forget <laughs> that. Uh, yeah, Forget core. that shit.
1: I almost <laughs> fell. What's
0: the Common Core? Common Core. There you go. All right, um, where are we at now,
1: Scott? What's your number two? <laughs> all right. my number two is Tim Curry. Curry. All right, uh, carries the the back half of the movie, um, especially the the last quarter. He's literally running through, mm-hmm. um, just breathlessly spitting out all the 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 reveals. Um, there's a lot of physical stuff in there. Uh, you know, at one point he's like reenacting everything, and he's like with Madeline Kahn, and then he like karate chops. Like <laughs> uh, Martin Mall on the on the forehead and uh he has the the funny exchanges. Um, I think other people were talking about with the uh uh like Alex was talking about with the, the gun, the one plus two plus two plus one. Um how he uh um it's just super <laughs> super British uh works in his favour as the, as the butler. At some point somebody asks him, Your butler, does what, what does that mean? I butle. <laughs> What do you do?
2: He's like, who are you? I'm the butler. What do you do? I buttle.
1: Yeah. Um. I I like the. Uh, So some people have the communism was just a red herring line. Uh, I like his delivery the most on that. But uh, yeah, it's his uh kind of uh, story to drive uh, at the end. And uh, yeah, this is um. As good as I remember him being anything. I agree.
0: Uh, sounds good to me. I agree, because that might be my number one. But for now, my number two is I liked all the different endings. I don't remember the the first time I saw this. That they all had all the endings. I don't remember that. But I enjoyed the fact that at the end, I was like, oh, really? That's it? Or the, I had a feeling. Maybe I do remember from something, because I was like, is that it? Or are they going to do something like that? And then... Or what if this happened? I liked, And all three were satisfying. All three, I cut cut a saw, and they made sense to me. Still wish dog poo had something to do with it. (laughs) That earlier joke. (laughs) How did you know? He says all complicated, and then it's like, and you smell like dog shit. Gave it away. All right. Alex, number two. Uh, At
2: the very end, when uh, Wadsworth is just recapping everything, The person wasn't here, and I know who did it. Just running back and forth, and at one point, everybody goes back to the kitchen, but he just goes through the secret doorway that he just showed them to go back to the kitchen. He's like, where is he? He's like, ah, and he falls flat. Yeah. Oh, that's great. (laughs) And Mrs. White said, over here, and Mrs. Peacock said, over here, get on with it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gold. Yeah, he was, like, doing the soup like slurping the soup part of it never he was doing every he was reenacting everything yeah I like like yeah. when
1: he reenacts uh, Michael Keane's character slaps Miss Peacock yeah <laughs> he says i had to calm her like, down like he I does he does calm <laughs> down yeah it it does a weird voice yeah it's like imitation of him uh. all right well scott number 1 <laughs> number 1 is the the all the reveals just the, the frantic pace how he goes through the whole thing and they're already literally running from room to room and then they do the the two um, or it could have happened this way or here's what really happened and they just speed up the whole process. (laughs) Uh And and all those reveals, I really like how it's different characters that spit out the same kind of exposition where they say, oh, so it wasn't about her like her nuclear physicist husband or Colonel Mustard's work on the new fission bomb and like different characters will say that Uh um, as, as they go through. Um, yeah. yeah just leading up to the to the ultimate ending uh, again with Michael McKeon's line uh, but yeah the, the you know I, I, I part of me wishes that there was like one or two more endings maybe
2: <laughs> I know I was expecting at least four yeah but, meh.
1: but it makes sense like you probably I don't need to see perfect. anymore at that point
0: yeah Going on a high note. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, my number one is Tim Curry. I said I think the cast is great, but he definitely stands out from the cast and and leading up to like we said the very end, him running around, he really nails it. Um, it's great and it makes me wonder why you don't you didn't see him in more. Like I feel like I've only seen him in like three movies. It's like this legend. <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, I guess Call I didn't see. Yeah, Home Alone too. That's what I was thinking, and I didn't really watch Rocky Horror Picture Show. I know like that's a yeah. thing,
1: right? But yeah, hunt... Mikhail's Navy, Hunt Red October. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> Red <an> October.
1: Really? <laughs> I don't remember him in that. All right. He's the uh, he's the doctor on this on the Russian sub. Uh, Medical Anyway, so it's like... weird that you don't see him anymore, more
0: or didn't see him in
2: He's giving John Connery an alibi throughout the yeah. whole thing for, <laughs> for his uh, what his defection. It's yeah. Awesome.
1: Yeah, he he. He gives uh Tom Cruise a uh, pun intended a run for his money. the way that he runs. He does like the real short and <laughs> kind the of choppy yeah. steps, but it looks really good on camera as he's running <laughs> yeah. around all over all over the, the mansion.
0: has he been anything recent? I think I heard somewhere that he's actually sick.
1: yeah, he, yeah I heard he got really sick, yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah,
1: I know he he got a <laughs> I remember him doing voice in Pirates of Darkwater. Yeah, it's weird. It's, like, look at his. It. Oh, yeah. It, oh, did, he was a pretty. He, he was a then. pretty good Long John Silver in the Muppet Treasure Island.
2: Oh yeah, that's right.
0: And a lot of voices and stuff. Anyway, anyway, Alex, what's your number one?
2: Uh, the multiple endings. I wish I would have been old enough to appreciate that and watched it in the theater, because I can just imagine like the conversations people had. It's like, oh, did you watch Clue? Yeah, man, I can't believe Scarlett did it. What the fuck are you talking about? It was Miss Peacock. (laughs) She killed all of them. Like, what? That was amazing. I can't believe they pulled a stunt like that. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, and back then there was no internet. I mean, you could do it in... California had one ending or something. Or you could do... No one would know. Yeah. Yeah. Stadium. All right. Before we leave did you? Do you guys, are there any murder mystery movies out there? I know there was the Train one that came out last year, right? But there's yeah. not many of murder these. The yeah. and, that, and that
1: was like the third or fourth incarnation of that one. The Agatha Christie. Yeah. Hercule Perel. yeah. yeah. I, wanted to, to...
2: I wanted to ask you guys, is the, uh, the the uh, I guess, cliche of everybody in a mansion like staying in there to figure out who killed one person, the deck? Start with Agatha Christie and her mystery novels.
1: I I wouldn't know, but it definitely goes back a ways. Yeah, Uh.
2: because you see that
0: cliche everywhere. Yeah, All, all I remember is when I was a kid, there were a couple. I think they were made for TV movie, made for TV movie. Yeah, like shows like this. And I remember I watched it, and I would spoil it for my parents, and they got mad. <laughs> they, they were like recording it or something, and I would, oh, I, I couldn't believe it's the guy from Dallas was the murderer or whatever. <laughs> like, ah, who shot Jr? <laughs> Damn it! Uh, and then the other thing I want to talk about, which I forgot to mention at the beginning, uh, playing the game Clue. Alex said you only played it a couple times, right? Yeah. Did you play it, Scott? Or
1: yeah, no? I played. I played a fair amount of it. I actually had like, yeah, like there was spinoffs of that when I was a kid. There was like one where it was like. Weird art heist thing, and there was like security cameras, and it was, it was kind of weird, but
0: yeah. Clue is one of the few board games that we had, and I remember we played it quite a bit like, not as much as like Monopoly or something, but we played it a lot. And I remember that little uh envelope, though, right where you put the yeah, one card from the, the ray weapon, from... From thing. yeah. And I remember that just I was so cool, I liked that thing, <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but um, yeah. I didn't remember Mr. Green being a character when I was going through. I was like, Oh okay, I remember Scarlet, I remember, but then I don't remember Mr, Mr. White, Green. Dr. Green.
2: I don't remember Mr. Body. That was
1: weird. I think that was the that's the murder you're trying to solve is Mr. Body. Yeah. Uh like nobody else dies, at least not in the original clue version.
2: Oh, right. that's right. There's just a dead body and you okay, I see.
0: Right. So, yeah, you put in the card. I forgot how the game played. I just remember you put a weapon, a person, a place. Is it just three? Three yeah. or four cards in yeah. the envelope, and then you have to guess who it is based yeah. on answer, asking questions and whatever.
2: It was Colonel Mustard in the garden with the Minock dog. <laughs> there you go. All
0: right. Uh, well, <laughs> we're going to cross over now. So, uh, Scott, what's our list? No, uh, what, what are we rating this?
1: Yeah, that first? Oh yeah. Also, yeah, any for, honorable for mentions? <laughs> oh, I have
0: none. You guys go ahead.
1: Alex? Uh, yeah, I'm good. So just a couple of lines. Uh, Christopher Lloyd when he when he's pulling up with um, Leslie Ann Warren's character. Uh, they they stop the car and she says, "Why does the car stopped?" And he says, "It's scared." <laughs> <laughs> That was, good, that was a good line. And then just one more uh it's less of a line and just more of a moment from Madeline Kahn. Uh where is running around being a maniac, explaining everything. <laughs> and uh Mr. Green says, I wish he would stop doing that. This is after they turn off the lights and everybody's screaming. And Madeline Kahn's standing there after uh Michael McKean says that, she she gives this little ah! <laughs> like she gives like this little scream again for no reason. Um <laughs> Uh, another thing made me laugh. But, uh, yep, that's it for honorable mentions. So, yeah, like Jeff was saying, or Alex, <laughs> uh, what are we rating this bad boy?
0: Yeah, so let's go for it. So usually, rate. Uh, usually, as usual, <laughs> we're going to change it up for this movie. No, uh, it's going to scale of 1 to 7, 1 being absolute crap, 7 being perfect. So, Scott, what's your rating? Uh,
1: tough. Um, <laughs> it's only an hour and a half. Uh, again, like I was turned off by a lot of the first part of this seeing it again but I love the cast I love the jokes um, The just the pace of the the movie um, at, at points it's kind of this breakneck uh, speed so uh, I'm going to give it a five
0: okay I am also going to give it a five it's Closer to a four than a six for me. Um, I did like it, but it was a little. Even though it was only a short movie, I felt that some parts were slow. But I felt the cast definitely uh, helped it along. Tim Curry especially. So five for me, Alex.
2: I'm also going to give it a five. Five's all around.
0: All right. Now let's get into our crossover list, which is what Scott.
1: So, uh, tying in with the movie. Uh, they'll be our top five ensembles, uh, ensemble casts, I should say. So, ensemble, ensemble. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie already had a, a great ensemble cast. Um, so for starters, uh, go ahead and do my number five here. Um, we go with the Avengers. So, uh, yeah, this this is kind of. I guess textbook ensemble considering that all these other characters had their own movies and they got brought together. Uh, you know, these, these, at this point, um, you know, RDJ was huge. Um, I, I don't know that Hemsworth or Hiddleston were really that big at this point. By the time well, the event Hems- just came out. Hemsworth is huge. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, but maybe not as quite as famous. Um, took a little while longer for, I think, for for Hemsworth to hit, hit kind of that same stratosphere as some of the other Avengers. Um, Mark Ruffalo is well-known actor, but he never, I don't know, never, like, blockbuster or anything. Uh, the rough. <laughs> the rough. Uh, ScarJo, um and uh, Legolas.
0: Legolas? Yeah. Pucker up, Legolas. Jeremy Renner.
1: Jeremy Renner. Yeah, Yeah. J. J Renz. Yeah, J. Renz.
0: Oh, 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 I get it. (laughs) Uh,
1: Sam Jackson. Uh, Motherfucker. Motherfucker. Oh. Then he fades away. Spoilers. Scar, Scarred. The the girl from How I Met Your Mother. Uh, Hot. (laughs) Mjolnir. Yeah. That thing. So, quite... Quite the cast, uh, the spectacle. Um, it's only grown uh, with... Um, yeah, why did you choose that one? Because it, it was the first one. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, obviously there's a lot more going on in Infinity War. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, here we are. Avengers, my number five. All
0: right. Sorry, I'm yawning.
1: Mm-hmm. Stop it. Hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> See, I didn't don't. Know
2: I muted my mic and I yonged first. How'd you know that?
0: <laughs> um, you can just tell. I don't know exactly what constitutes an ensemble cast. Like I know it's just not starring one or two people; it's more. But I still don't know. So I'm. I think this counts, and I want to give Pulp Fiction as my number five. That counts. Yeah, I'd count it. Okay, so I figure you got a, Travolta, Willis,
2: a, Harvey Keitel, or something. Well, there's, there's a Harvey lot of
0: people Kata. getting a lot
1: to do. So yeah, yeah,
0: Sam Jackson, Uma Thurman. So I think it counts. We're pretty fucking father, Moke. Okay. Eric Stoltz, um, just Josh kid, Yeah. So I, yeah. um Yes. Pope right. Fiction. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> All right. I mean, those those characters aren't as big, but I think Willis, uh Jackson, Travolta, Uma Thurman, they spread it out well amongst those four.
2: Oh my gosh, this is a good cast. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so <laughs> Marvin yes, oh the my <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh, man. So, Pulp <laughs> Fiction, number five for me. Alex. My
2: number five is Ocean's Eleven. Nice. Uh, either one. I mean, Bring the Rat Pack for, in for a movie was pretty big, even though the movie's awful. It is terrible. Uh, and the new one with uh, George Cloon.
1: But you know no names.
2: Yeah. Brad Pitt. Matt Damon. Scott Kahn. As the leading man, uh, yeah, that movie's great. I still love that movie.
0: Yeah, I, I'll yes, I'll have a little more to say about this later. There you go, <laughs> Scott. Number four.
1: Number four. Uh, my first Val Kilmer appearance. Uh, heat.
2: Ah, oh, don't oh, take my shit. heat. Shit, That's good. I should have thought of that.
1: So, not only do you have Pacino and De Niro, who at this point. Had made oh. jokes out of the careers. <laughs> um, I mean, You're Pacin- meet. Pacino much more so. You're gonna than- meet me. <laughs> meet the parents. A oh, <laughs> a little bit. She's got a great ass, and your head is right up it. But uh... yeah, those two uh, Trejo. <laughs> yeah, my man. Um. Uh, Val Kilmer, Ashley Judd, uh the the cast goes on, M- mm-hmm. uh Bubba from Forrest Gump <laughs> and uh James uh, James Gum James Gum uh, Yeah Buffalo Bills in it with aka uh, uh Sagat from the Street Fighter movie. Right <laughs> <laughs> Sagat. Yeah.
0: Who calls him Sagat?
1: Tone Loke. Let us not forget about Tone Loke. Monkey Cole, Medina, um, <laughs> Tom Sizemore, <laughs> uh, yeah, they, they all get stuff to do, and it's awesome. Uh, there's, you know, that the the famed meeting between the two of them, which which in hindsight, when you, when you sit down and watch the movie, it's it's it is really cool, but just like a tiny part of the movie, like in, in the scheme of yeah. like what makes that movie great. Like that 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 scene's just a very small part of it.
0: It's like my least favorite part of the movie. It kinda of putting it brings it to a halt, I think. And they're just trying to one up each other. What have we got? But I not? still love it. Um, those are flip side to that coin. <laughs> Alright. <laughs> Alright. My number four is Oceans Eleven, as Alex said. Like when I think of an ensemble cast, I think of this, right? They're all And this is I mean, Brad Pitt. And Clooney were famous, but were they even? Well, I guess they were already pretty famous at this point. I mean,
1: Brad Pitt was probably arguably the the most bankable, or whatever, the most famous as at at the time of filming. Yeah. Since then.
0: Yeah, and I know Matt Damon wasn't Matt Damon yet. He was he had already done a few things, but he still wasn't.
1: He did Goodwill Hunting, so he was like well known. Yeah, he was on fire.
0: But uh yeah, and just the rest of the cast and uh that—I just, I love that movie. That's a not a guilty pleasure movie, but I just love that movie because nothing ever goes wrong. I love movies where there's no drama. Like, uh just no, watch remember
2: the guys underground? They found they found they fixed the problem for the alarm, so that's what they sure. had to
1: get a pinch. No, I think I think I think what he's saying is it's not like there's no murder, there's no mayhem. It's just and it's no, really but even breezy. I just think
0: like there's. There's like maybe two seconds of like, ooh, something may go wrong. No, it's all going to happen. It's all going to work out for him. It's kind of <laughs> like Taken, where Liam Neeson gets captured for like one second, and he breaks out of the cuffs, punch a guy in the face. It's like, no, he's getting this job done. I, I like that sometimes.
2: <laughs> you, you mean Liam Neeson's from Token?
0: Yes. What did I say?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Just the key Liam, appeal sketch. Liam, oh. Liam Neeson from Token. Name <laughs> Nathan from ticket? I have a very particular set of. <laughs> oh, she's right, anyway,
0: eleven. It's my number four, Alex.
2: My number four. We're going to old school on this one in Twelve Angry Men. Okay. Damn, I haven't seen that movie in years. It's so good. It's pretty, it's pretty good. And it's just like, it's just people in a room talking. It's like maybe there's there's like three sets total, and it's so like compelling and full of drama it's tense at times it's amazing I mean, I mean that is
0: adapted from a play right
2: i don't know i think so
0: i thought i remember reading that in school and it was in play form in the book but i could be wrong
1: yeah it wouldn't be difficult to adapt into a yeah yeah mhm
2: but still yeah great, it's very good great cast peter fonda kicking ass
0: <laughs> don't got a motor on the back of his honda <laughs>
2: Oh my anaconda! Don't want none <laughs> <laughs> unless you've got buns, huh? All
0: right, we're not going to sing the whole song. Scott, number three, do sad, pinto, <laughs> <laughs> but number three is, that toasted Number uh, three
1: is Lord of the Rings.
2: <laughs> oh shit!
1: There's another one I should have thought about. So you guys are stealing all mine. <laughs> you've got uh, Ian McKellen at the height of his powers. Um, this, this is when he was like, <laughs> I don't know if this is real or not, but he was. They're showing him like in some March or something like that. We he was he's wearing a T-shirt that says "I I was Magneto and Gandalf, deal with it." Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah him, 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 him and, yeah, him as Gandalf is some of the all-time casting, and not just him in this movie too. Like some of it's just so absolutely perfect. Uh, Christopher Lee as Saderman, uh as Bernard Hill pronounces it. <laughs> Sado-man. <laughs> Sado-man. <laughs> yeah, like, this is a weird pronunciation there. Uh, but yeah, uh, Bernard Hill's great as, uh, as the king of the, the Uh The horsemen, horse lords, whatever. Rohan. Mm-hmm. King. <laughs> David. David and King. Um, you know, then the actual fellowship. Um, the Vig. It's catapulting the Vig into stardom. And Orlando yeah, he, Bloom, I he, guess. Uh he got uh added last minute pretty much. He did, yeah. Can't imagine <laughs> otherwise. Uh I know. Yeah, John John Reese Davies is fantastic as the <laughs> yeah. is the comic relief. Uh but uh or counts as one. Yeah. Um the other hobbits. Uh I think Elijah Wood's doing yeoman's work here. Um because uh um, Samwise uh, gets to kinda Oh Gamgee? Yeah, Gamgee oh. oh. Wait, Samwise carries him in this <laughs> yeah, movie. So Sean, Sean Aston like Hey-o. gets a lot more heroic moments than him, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know Elijah Wood just basically has to look miserable for three movies. <laughs> but I think that it's kind of a thankless job, but I think he, he does a really great job of it. Um the two hobbits are good too. Lest we forget them.
0: Frodo Baggins. Yeah, we've got, you know,
1: Agent Smith. Uh got Liv Tyler. Um, she's. <laughs> no, nobody's ever looked better being backlit than her. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. Uh, Galadriel. What's her face? Yeah, Galadriel is pretty good too. Uh, uh. Kate Blanchett. Yeah, that's uh, the one. And, uh, and on and on. And then uh, Peter Jackson eating a carrot in the middle of the street. Amazing. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Don't forget old Tom Bombadil. Oh oh, oh, oh. oh. oh, Rosie Cotton. Oh man. I'm gonna be started. Uh but yeah. Lord of the Rings. Is <laughs> oh yeah, and, and scene bean, lest we forget.
0: Yeah. He dies.
1: Ouch. Big what? surprise.
2: Yeah, only one movie where he doesn't.
1: I would have followed you. My brother. My captain. My king,
0: <laughs> perfect delivery. <laughs> All right. Well, my number three, <laughs> the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> no, mine's a little bit high up, higher up. Uh, is the Godfather? Yeah. With damn, yeah, from Brando. I have the poster in my room, and the the it has. Al Pacino, James Kahn, Marlon Brando, Richard Castellano, Robert Duvall, Sterling Hayden, John Marley, Richard Conte, and Diane Keaton. So, I think that represents an assemblee. <laughs> boy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, the movie, the first half of the movie is... I mean, Al Pacino is, like, not even in the first half of the movie, basically. He's just, like, a dinner guest at the wedding. Yeah. <laughs> and just the... That's my family, Kate. That's not me. And it's all Brando and James Caan. And then the hit happens and all that stuff. And then, yeah, slowly it becomes Pacino's movie. But um, Robert DeVolves throughout. Um, Diane Keaton comes and goes.
1: Uh, Fredo um, doesn't have much to do here. But in the second movie, oh my God. Yes. Yeah, Breaking he's not hearts even left on and this. right. Yeah.
0: Look, oh, wait. What's his name? John.
1: Fredo? John, like, Let's go. has something.
0: Okay, yeah, he's not even he's not even listed, but yeah, he's. Did you ever hear his story? He's in like only four movies, and every single movie was nominated for a, a, a picture of the year. There's like
1: this, the Deer Hunter, right? I don't know
0: Godfather that's... Two, yeah.
1: and
0: uh, the other Coppola movie with Gene Hackman, like the Listeners, or the um... I'll look it up. But yeah, he's only in like four or five movies. And every single one was uh, nominated for best picture. And he found this; he fell in love with some girl in uh, in the park. And he told uh, Al Pacino, "Oh, this girl's great. She's going to be the best next big movie star." And Al Pacino's like, "Yeah, whatever." And it was Meryl Streep. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Damn. Well, I don't know what she ever done.
0: (laughs) Exactly. I think Mm. they were married. Like, I think he got sick, and they were married, and then I, I don't know something like that. But interesting story. Anyway, Godfather. Great cast, Alex. My number three is The Usual
2: Suspects. Okay. Huh? It's pretty the good. Lineup, the twist at the end. Uh, yeah, I love the twist. Movies. The cops. Yeah. You know why I'm verbal? Because I'm smarter than you. Oh.
1: And it's got the di- hmm. dictator of Valverde from Commando. <laughs> Because the president is trusting you,
2: Senor Matrix. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So good, accurate. It's one of those movies where, even though I know, you know, the the twist of the movie and where it's going, I still like watching it.
1: The greatest Uh, trick the devil ever pulled: mm -hmm. convincing the world he didn't exist, and then poof, he vanished. And then violence.
2: Yep, and then also, uh, in your dreams, you see numbers backwards and upside down. So, 1999, End of the World. Yeah. Oh, was that this movie? Oh, never mind. Usual Suspects.
0: All right. Nice. By the (laughs) way, I just looked up. It's John Cazell, and he was in The Godfather, The Conversation. That was the movie I was thinking of. Mm. Godfather Part 2, Dog Day Afternoon, and The Deer Hunter. That's it. And all of them were up for Oscars.
2: Yeah, Dog Day Afternoon. Damn, that's Which game. I have never I
0: haven't seen that one actually I've seen all the others I haven't seen Dog Day Afternoon um, Alright uh,
1: Scott Number 2 Number 2 Ocean's Eleven Alright uh, Nice Yeah just like Like you guys were saying uh, EO Eleven <laughs> Yeah Just A lot of fun seeing these guys Get together And Part of me hates them Because you can tell They were having fun with it <laughs> They basically got yeah. They got You know They shot in Vegas For like however long that took Like 3 months And they just fucking hung out. You know, they went to like casinos every night and other things.
0: You know (laughs) what sucks about being us?
1: Nothing.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, what?
1: (laughs) That reminds me of the In Between Two Ferns when uh, Zach Galifianakis is interviewing Brad Brad Pitts, Bradley Pitts. (laughs) That was great. (laughs) Um, He says a lot of funny things, but one, one he says one thing. that's it's really dumb, but it made me laugh. He said, "Uh, when you, George Clooney, ever hang out, do you guys get dressed up and stand in front of mirrors and say, aren't we a couple of Dapper Dans? (laughs) That's
0: funny. (laughs) All right. um, We're on my number two. Yes. Which is heat. Already been talked about. But uh, everything that Scott said... um, from Pacino to De Niro, but like you said, Val Kilmer, I'm not going to list everybody again, but really good. And I love the fact that on both sides, cops and robbers, you have two groups the, there's the more of the talent I think is on the robber side. As far as, you know, star wise, acting wise, but Buffalo bill, Game West wise, duty. Yeah. <laughs> I hold their own on the cop side to go along with Pacino and, and, uh, I guess the one and a young Natalie Portman we can forget yeah, Natalie she's Portman, this. Um,
1: Diane Venora <laughs> is good in this uh, yeah said Ashley jo- oh Hank Azaria oh yeah
0: Jesus um, what yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was gonna say some of the stuff with the divorce with his wife and Natalie Portman it's like kind of a little annoying but then it sets up what you know he's throwing his life away too right he can't have a real life because of what he does so I like the way they show it, but I can say it's a little bit eh when you rewatch it I should say Uh, but I know why it's there and it makes sense anyway Alex number
2: two my number two going old school again with the seven samurai from Akira Kurosawa
1: not a magnificent seven nope
2: I like the original better just amazing it's great just the way it's shot all the the acting is like perfect
0: Uh, yeah I love this movie Go watch it, folks. That's one I've seen, but I really don't remember much about it. Um, so I'll have to rewatch it one of these days. Maybe we'll do it.
1: All right, Scott. Number one. Number one. Uh, this is the very first movie I thought of. Um, I mentioned Bill it. and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> yes, how'd you know <laughs> that? Uh, that stars the girl from Better Off Ted. It's one of the princess babes. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, the second Val Kilmer appearance, as I said. Uh, and that would be Tombstone. Ah, my number one, too. Ooh, didn't even think about that. Nice. This, the cast in this is fucking amazing. Uh, Val Kilmer, all-time, like, roles, uh, um... I, I can't even say he's, like, chewing, like, devouring scenery, because it's, like, something beyond that. Uh, but it's so good, so magnetic as, uh, Doc Holliday. Um get uh, Kurt Russell, with the steely eye, uh, badassness. Uh, you get Sam Elliott's mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Sam it's Elliot's... what's for dinner. Don't, don't you threaten me, little son of a bitch. It's great. Um, uh, the bad guys? Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to them. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll let Alex talk more about this, but uh, yeah, the some of the villains are great. Um, Stephen Lang as, as Ike. One of the all-time shit heels. <laughs> <laughs> Cut yeah. your pimps hard at. Yeah, I'll see you soon. I'll see you real soon. <laughs> Not nah, go around here, long, First time. No law around here, long.
0: Cut your goddamn pimps hard. Shut up. <laughs> Hope you die longer. I
1: Hope you die. Hope you die. So yeah, more more to say. Powers booth is great. God. Michael Bean. Yeah. yeah
0: good one you guys both have this i can't believe i forgot it um all right well my number one is lord of the rings that's the first one that came to to my mind um and especially because this you know once the fellowship breaks up there are you know you have the three different just is three different leads but they have the support. Like i would say like right like vigo frodo and gandalf right but you still have all the other guys doing pulling their weight um Yes, that's like on the casting is just perfect. Right, Gimli yeah. is a dwarf, like I know he's not, but that <laughs> is that is him. That's he's, that's perfect. Um, like you guys mentioned, Vigo, like uh, he, I blame him for getting me back into EverQuest. <laughs> that much. Well, he's one of them Rangers. I had quit the game. I was done with it. I'm tired of this game. And then when he came on Hilltop Weathertop and was dual wielding a sword and a Torch. I was like, God damn it! I'm gonna spec me a warrior that's gonna dual wield it. and I kick the shit out of people. Man. It was awesome. And
2: then you were just just sitting waiting in line to kill a mob. <laughs>
0: then I was just sitting quest. there and fight a couple things and need to heal and then sit down. But yeah, <laughs> stare at my book. Fucking EverQuest. <laughs> um, but yeah, everything and just yeah, as you mentioned, like as the series goes on, I don't think we mentioned um, Aomir and Aon. Other great additions to the cast, just yeah.
1: I am no uh, Gollum. man. Golem. Oh we yeah, Gollum. mentioned yeah. Andy Circus. Andy Circus. Golem. Uh, uh, yeah, it's just Denethor, Faramir.
0: Yeah, even him, he's mm-hmm. yeah. It's just uh they're also good. Stoop the so...
1: stupid kid that they always pick.
0: Where's mama?
2: <sighs> <laughs> Where's mama?
1: That kid, Scott. Yes. <laughs> Is this all you can Where? conjure, Saruman?
0: Where's mama? All right, Alex, number one, which I you think you already said what it was. Yeah, Tombstone.
2: Fantastic. Despite the rain not being everywhere <laughs> in the movie. <laughs> this is a great film. Uh, yeah, the, the just like uh, at Heat, the cops and robbers, the sheriffs, the the erps, and the... Uh, what was the The Clantons?
1: Yeah. At well, least part of it.
2: McClary. hmm Those gangs were great going up against each other. Bill Paxton's death was heartbreaking. It's just fantastic all around. And then the, the montage of them hunting down all the cowboys. Just goddamn. Uh,
1: Jason Priestley. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Billy Zane. Yeah. Exactly. Those are the parts where like,
0: yeah, I think Billy... Prest- what is his name? Billy Presley. What's his name? Jason Priestley. Jason Priestley, Priestley and Billy Zang. Billy I could done without those
1: characters. What? Yeah. No way.
0: Upon St. Crispin's Day. <laughs> Dana Delaney. Yeah. That's another one when I rewatch the movie. I I could fast forward them riding through the woods and the horses. <laughs> get get to the cowboys fighting and shit.
1: Get to fighting or get to running.
0: All right, talk more about the villains because you said you'll save it for Alex. So do it. Smelled like someone died. Yeah, I seen Jesus, Jesus Christ, Johnny Jesus. Brutal. Yeah,
2: my green empowers Booth fantastically. play so well off each
1: other. And... Fight's not with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, yes. sir. Say when? <laughs> we started started a game we never got to finish. Play for blood. I was just fun about. I wasn't. And then you,
2: Michael Bean gets that glint in his yeah. eye. He's like, all right, Lunger, let's do it. All right, Lunger,
1: let's do it. I don't know if accents coming from that scene. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Lunger, let's do it.
2: <laughs> oh, let's not forget the great Frank Stallone, too, at the beginning of the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get gets stabbed. Billy Bob.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, skin Wait, no. that smoke wagon, see what happens. Yeah.
2: Get that smoking! Don't need to go heels to get a, t- a bulge in a tub like you.
1: Yeah. At you yeah. go. You do
0: something or just stand there and bleed. At you go, youngster. Um. Yeah. So if I had to pick my favorite good guy, would be Doc Holliday, and that or Val. I'm saying the actor would be Val Kilmer and Powers Booth. I think those characters just. There's one scene where. I think it's in the bar when they come in for the first time and Powers Booth does something with his mouth and his mustache that like he smiles. I'm like, oh, it gets me. I love it. Oh, it's so good. And they he goes, drinks on me! He throws the money in the air. Yeah. It makes it rain. So good.
2: <laughs> Law don't go right here. Yeah, I heard you the first time. Winner to the king. <laughs>
0: Shut up, back. <laughs> Shut up, back. <laughs> drinks on me! I almost—I I don't think this, but I almost think it. Like Kurt Russ is almost the weak point in this movie. Would that be fair to say? He's very—he's like playing very like buttoned up. Yeah. Just compared to, yeah, he's I mean, like, not bad. It's just that's how good everybody else is around. Yeah, him. Yeah, he just doesn't have that, that same
1: like say. gravitas. At least not yeah. first, well. I don't know if gravitas is the right word. He doesn't have that same like force of personality that, that everybody else around him does. Yeah. Yeah. Then until. The, you know, yeah. Right. Until the movie gets really awesome. Oh shit! No. <laughs> you no. At? no. <laughs> all
0: right. Well, we've already talked about Tombstone a whole other podcast. So <laughs>
1: yeah, that wraps it up.
0: I have two honorable mentions. One movie, Breakfast Club. Oh yeah! Damn it! Don't you? And well, then yeah, we did. All, I, I can't mind all to movies, but if I was at a TV show. Game of Thrones would definitely... Uh, yeah, that would on count. ...on my list. But I kept it to movies, so... Otherwise, it would have been... Yeah, right up there with Lord of the Rings.
1: Any from you guys? Um, Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's pretty good. You know, this movie I thought of... Alex, any? Uh,
2: You know what? I'm going to say Kingdom Hearts. The video game. I'm replaying <laughs> that one. And... I looked through the voice cast for the original game, and they were kind of middling stars at the time, but now they're, like, well, they're bigger. I don't know that they're super big, but I didn't know how many, like, actual, like, movie stars or voice actors for that game. It's amazing.
0: There you go. All right. <laughs> uh, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports Sports ball? Sorry to interrupt this podcast, but I just got a picture in a group from Brian's bachelor party 10 years ago. Have you guys seen this? That's an ensemble cast right there. Seriously, speaking of ensemble casts, Scott, unfortunately, this is the one that you did not go to. I will. That might be
1: better off that I'm not part of this. (laughs) picture.
0: It's actually this one. We're at the gay boy mansion. And uh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Wow. Time has not done us well. All right. Alex, what do you know in sports? Uh, GSP is set to retire.
2: Yeah, you know me. Retire from what, Alex? I ask. Uh, Retire from uh, the uh, fisticuffs. The well-known pugilist, (laughs) George St. Pierre, is uh, set to retire at the very young age of
0: 37. Yeah, I didn't even know he was still fighting.
2: Yeah, I think he just lost one of his, like, a major fight.
1: Like one of his first ones or something. I feel like these, I'll say older, because I'm older than this guy, but yeah. <laughs> I, f- I feel like uh, these these older fighters like never want to hang it up. He still sees so like, you like, no Tito Ortiz fighting or Fedor. Never or... want to
0: hang it up. Never want to let
1: you go. That's right. Rick never going to give, never going to give. <laughs> these guys just want to keep fighting.
0: Yeah, that's true. So Most athletes are like Yeah, that.
1: yeah, that's true. They don't wanna they don't don't wanna give it give it up, but uh Yeah, I wonder if he's actually gonna retire. <laughs> yeah, I guess some people are trying to talk him out
2: a bit, but he hasn't officially announced it yet, but the rumors are that he's probably gonna.
0: But who knows? Do uh I mean Alex I'm sure knows this, but maybe Scott doesn't. Um <laughs> mm-hmm. do UFC fighters have like concussion issues like football players and boxers and stuff or is it because it's mostly on the ground i mean i know they still get punched in the head so so they do it's not constant i've
1: i've i've heard that i I have no idea if this is real or not but that you're actually more prone to get like concussions in boxing Yes, because you're because you're getting punched in the head way more constantly yeah because the gloves like take out a lot of the yeah, they cushion, they protect your fist. Yeah, so you're getting hit way more. Whereas in UFC, yeah, if you got hit full like, force. if you get hit once, then that's then that might do you. So. Yeah, because I mean, a lot of people don't realize this because it, they
2: do this in movies all the time. But if you punch somebody full force in the face, you're breaking your hand. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's why fighters usually don't do that. That's why in, in bare knuckle boxing back in the day they can go on for like I don't know seventy eight rounds.
1: So, but to answer your question, Jeff, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I am sure. I would assume. Sure. I would agree with you.
0: Like, if I was to make an you know, assumption, I would say that that what you are saying, just like, yeah, you take you take vicious one time hits, but you are not constantly for ten rounds just getting like. Bah, bah,
2: right, bah, right. Bah, yeah, it's bah. getting constant. Although yeah. I will
1: say, UFC probably has like two thousand percent more like shins getting snapped in half. Sure,
2: <laughs> and a thousand percent more ear cauliflowering. Yes, yeah. and
1: dis-
0: dislocations.
2: Was it?
1: Were you guys there for that, that fight when uh, Kimbo, fi- Kim- Kimbo fight Kimbo Slice? Kimbo <laughs> Slice was fighting some British dude, and like the guy wasn't like even the, the guy he was tapping. supposed to fight, and his cauliflower ear was so bad. That oh, is, yeah, it's, it was like hanging over like a dog's, like it was just flapped over, oh. and then eventually got punched in there, and it just basically popped, and they called the fight. <laughs> it was, like, I'm not squeamish about blood, but it was like one of the grossest things I've ever seen.
0: <laughs> Gross. Yeah. I remember, I think, I know I've seen that, I don't know if I was. I saw it live or not, I know I've seen that. And the other one I remember was, a, was Klitschko... Holyfield or Riddick bow I don't know. It was a long time ago. And one of the guys got cut above the eye. And he was bleeding. And then he goes to the corner. And the trainer, you know, they get that metal thing and they push down yeah, on their cheeks. Yeah. And they did that. And the bunch of blood just shot out of the top hole that was above his uh, eye. It was the uh, grossest uh, thing I've ever uh, seen uh, in my life. <laughs> like, oh, ah! God! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Anyway, that was like Anyways. 20 years ago. <laughs> um, All right, sab- Anything else? Nope. All right, time sab- for am news. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It was yeah. All right, uh, just some reviews from me this time around. Uh, to start, I saw uh, Ralph breaks the internet, uh, Wreck It Ralph Ooh. two. I guess I don't know. I don't remember the full title. Uh, yeah, I'm sure you've seen it, Alex.
2: Yes, I have.
1: All right, uh, Jeff, have you happened to see it? No, I have not. Okay. Um, so I didn't enjoy it nearly as much as I did the first movie. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of the movie is, is anchored around, uh, like stuff that's not going to age well, basically. There's a lot of, uh, references to the current state of the internet, memes and things like that, that even a year from now, we're going to look back and go like, oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. (laughs) Not too fondly for a lot of it, I'm sure. Um, like he... Like there's a joke about flossing and that, um where he's doing the dance, uh all the Facebook likes and stuff like that. It's it's a bit much. Um that said, um it's still great animation. Uh there's some funny stuff in it. Uh like there it was overkilling on the Disney shit though. Like it, it f it felt like just gratuitous product placement at points. Um, yeah, even though some of it was fun like like they run into storm spoilers they run into like stormtroopers um, uh, for all that I actually really really liked all the Disney princess stuff the, all the jokes that they had with that
2: yeah that was the best part yeah the, yeah, that, yeah,
1: that was the best part of the movie yeah. um, and then the payoff at the end uh, was funny but the yeah just, just all of them um, and, and then them just basically breaking down all of the, the tropes that the, the princesses are under yeah um, and and the fact that they got all of the, the uh, voice actors to do the princesses that were still alive basically, <laughs> yeah. Like they had to get, I, I I don't know for like Snow White or Cinderella or Sleeping Beauty or whatever, like if they have the ones that get used regularly, probably, but they yeah, obviously I think they, they'd have to yeah. Yeah, but obviously they weren't using like the the original ones. But yeah, they got like all the more recent Disney princesses. They had the actual actresses come out and do all that. Uh, yeah, I really like that part. Um, like, I like the the whole joke on uh, Grand Theft Auto. Mm-hmm.
2: I know. Which even that, that might be like not... a cool game. I think
1: I played too. Yeah, this was it. Slaughter Race was what it was called. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which you know maybe that that joke won't age well either. Uh, I did the biggest laugh in the in the whole movie was uh, was in that scene with the the shark. I don't remember that. Alex, let's play anything.
2: Mm, no. Think... Which? Oh, the one. <laughs> <yeah>, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now I remember. Yeah. Uh, that was good.
1: Uh, but anyways, yeah. So I, you know, kids would love this. Love this movie. It's got all the carriages in it. Like Sonic has a, has a few things to say in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. Which was cool. Go Sonic. Sonic. Gotta go fast.
2: Gotta go fast. I'll be first in line to watch this movie. Yes.
1: Uh, so, some that. Buff Sonic. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Uh, we can see if they, they do that third one or not. Um, I'm sure it made plenty of money. Uh, yeah. Uh, I hope they don't. So, so, cause, eh. Yeah, I feel like yeah, the second one was kind of let down in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. But, uh, so, yeah, I, I still recommend it, though. It's still decent fare um the on to something that I, I liked a lot more uh that just came out on Netflix and I went up kind of binging the thing since it came oh, out oh Gordy's The Last Dragon yes they made it into a series it's amazing
2: <laughs> but that is on Netflix and I just watched it with yeah. the boys they love it yeah, we, we're, I'm so happy
1: we, man it's not one of our lists no uh, I'll put it on yeah mine. put it on my list <laughs> or your list. either way uh, yep yeah, the seventh episode is just about him breakdancing out of ropes. But um, <laughs> I watched Umbrella Academy.
0: Uh, I haven't know, finished. I, I'm on like, six... episode five. Oh, you were
1: watching it? Cool. Uh, yeah. Jeff, did you happen to start watching any of it? No, I have not. Okay. So at first glance, it looks like a cross between like X-Men and Watchmen, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. And there there are some similarities there. It's very uh, comic booky at times. Uh, but that's about where it ends. Uh, it's more about just, like, this dysfunctional family. Um, and other than one of the characters, like, their powers don't come into it a whole lot, at least not directly. Yeah. Or the different abilities. Um, but yeah, I I enjoyed it. Um, I feel like it could have been eight episodes instead of ten. Uh, they could have trimmed up some of it. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed the characters. Um, uh, some of them are really cool. Um, some of the the acting was, was really great. Uh, there was a scene in the first episode which I absolutely loved. Uh, that, that involved uh, a song by Tiffany. <laughs> for anybody that's seen it, um, oh yeah, uh, they were yeah, that 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 instantly hooked me into like, well, like they'd have to really fuck this up at this point for me not to watch the rest of it. <laughs> um, and and they they do there are some missteps I think. Uh as they go along but um that that one scene i was like ah, i guess i have to watch *Ice of us now um it hooked me that much they, yeah
2: they do have some really good music in this series
1: yeah so well sometimes like really really good yes yeah, so, some, some scenes yeah there. sometimes it felt like with the with the music that they were kind of shoehorning in and other times it was like oh wow this is really cool yeah um and they made it work um and then with the action sometimes it was amazing Sometimes it felt a little stilted, like they didn't know what to do with it, with, with like, the characters at, at points. Um, the production value was like really high in this, though. Uh, yeah. So, I uh, look forward to more to things of at least a similar uh, production-level quality on, on Netflix. Um, so there's that. And then finally, um, delving into the Vigi games. Um, so I've talked about it the last couple of weeks, but I'm going back to the Resident Evil 2 remake well. Um, still, still greatly enjoying this. I finished up Claire's story, I finished up Leon's story. Um, so now there's actually, uh, second runs, as it's called in-game. Which is something akin to the, the B scenarios in the original game, I would imagine. Um, but yeah, this game is fucking intense. <laughs> Way more than the original, <laughs> I can tell you that. Uh, for for various reasons, without spoiling anything, uh, but yeah, Capcom I think hit it out of the park with this one. Uh, I've, I've heard rumors that they they want to do the same thing for the other Resident Evil games, like through four. I guess I don't know that's necessary.
2: Yeah, maybe three would be already. Right. Out of all that of them, was still PS one, but
1: four. I yeah, think you should just leave that alone. I I would say out of all of them, the only one I would be kind of interested in seeing what they, they did was Code Veronica. Oh yeah, oh uh, no, yeah, but uh, yeah, I don't think four really needs all that much. Nah, that well, one's like yeah, a perfect Yeah, You kind jam of just leave, leave that one alone. But uh, yeah, they they really um, did a great job with uh, this one. So we'll see if I talk about it next week. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so that's it for me, uh, Alex. Anything you want to talk about?
2: Yeah, this is also uh, Resident Evil Two related, but like kind of a a, a mod thing. ...where it's released on PC, and you know how they released, like, images of some of the realistic Pokemons for the Detective Pikachu movie? Yeah. So, (laughs) they did a a reveal of Lickitung, and he looks... Yeah, he looks like the Pokemon, if you know, he's big pink, and he's got, like, a long tongue, and he looks kind of terrifying... But some modder actually made that model and put it into Resident Evil instead of no, the liquors. No liquors. It's absolutely <laughs> terrifying. Oh my gosh. You should look it up. It's grotesque.
1: uh I saw this in um, the video where somebody, again, a PC modded it so that when Mr. X is chasing you and the music changes, <laughs> it changes to DMX. Is X yeah. going to give it to you? X going to give it to you. What? <laughs> what? That is. Less terrifying, <laughs> but uh, still funny. Look <laughs> at man. I need to look this up. <laughs> yeah. Jeff knows what we're talking about, right? Yeah. Uh, Jeff's dead. He passed out. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, sorry. I was on mute. No, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you guys are talking about.
1: Yeah, Jeff, you should play the Resident Evil 2 remake on your Xbox. Mm-hmm.
0: That's okay. Got like three other games I've backed up and I know this other ge- anthems games coming out. So I got to...
1: Oh yeah, we need to talk about about uh which system we're going to all play it on. <laughs> well, my choice is easy. <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> um
0: all right, well, my I have a couple reviews and a new segment I want to introduce. So, you, I'm chopping on you guys real quick. Oh, damn. Uh, <laughs> um I saw Jesus.
1: You saw Jesus?
0: Alita: Battle Angel. Oh, Is okay, that what it's called. Yeah, it's like, eh, it's kind of, yeah. That's all I can say. It's visually awesome. Um, she looked fine to me. know people are complaining about Uncanny Valley stuff for me. I thought she looked fine. Her eyes were big, but I got used to it and whatever. Uh, I, it was good. It was just a little boring, I think, for like the action that it's in there. A little boring, and it was like rollerblading. There was almost like a pod race in this movie, and. <laughs> And the one thing I hate is that it's not a complete movie. It's just they're setting up more movies. And nowadays that happens um, too much.
2: I hate no bullshit.
0: Yeah, so whatever. I feel like if you want to see a big sci-fi spectacular, it's definitely that. But a little weak on story and some of the character stuff. And then I've been falling behind, but I'm catching up on Gotham. So I got that going for me. This is the <laughs> last season, guys, girls. Uh, So, yeah.
1: I guess uh, I'll have to not catch up.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm selena kyle's had some issues and it looks like she's badass they did have alex and scott i don't know if if you've read or seen it but uh the mutants that a cameo from dark knight returns and they say slice and dice and they had the big mutant (laughs) guy with the goggles and the mohawk and the spiked teeth They actually had him like it's totally different storyline but they just threw him in and they had to slice and dice
1: (laughs) it doesn't make sense yeah, because that's well. supposed
0: to be for when Batman's fifty years old, not when he's fifteen years old. But yeah. whatever. <laughs> is that uh, was
1: that the one where Batman establishes dominance by beating the ass of the gang leader? Yeah, yeah. and that's the gang okay. leader.
0: Yeah. yeah, mutant gang leader. Um.
1: So yeah, that's my
0: reviews. And the little segment I want to do here is let's let's play name the movie from the top, the AFI's top one hundred quotes. And oh, Each okay. week we're going to knock off ten. Okay. When we get to the top twenty something, maybe I'll start you guys having guessed the quotes. But for with a hundred, that would take forever. So, um, shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> while, while you're looking you it up, just uh, while, you're, while you're getting organized it. here, Jeff. Just a quick note about mm-hmm. Battle Angel. Um, I shared a video with Alex about like a making of thing. They were using some fucking oh, yeah. rad technology to make this thing, where yeah. they like generated whole scenes, and then they would get in front of a green screen with another camera. And they would use that camera as if it was like a camera inside the scene. Yeah, like it was fucking amazing.
0: It was meta camera.
1: Hmm.
0: You know how some
2: video <laughs> it was games meta camera? Yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> yeah. You
2: know, it, maybe some people have messed around with some video game settings. You know, that a lot of them have like the photograph mode in games where you can uh, pause the game, take the camera, and then rotate it around your character until you get like the perfect shot. It was kind of like that, but. You're holding like a real substitute for the camera, like a little tablet, and you can see the scene playing out and you can pause it, you know, stop it, set where you can, where you want the shot to be.
0: It was amazing. Yeah. And I accidentally bought a 3D ticket. <laughs> and when I got in, the guys I handed me the glasses, I'm like, oh, it's 3D? Fuck. And I almost like returned to get my money back. But I was like, wait a minute. It's a Cameron movie. The 3D might not be that bad. And it definitely was not Avatar, but it wasn't that bad. I'll just throw that out there. I didn't get sick, and it, it didn't seem like it hurt it. And I don't think it helped it too much, but. Yeah, 3 that's all I got. does that. Yeah. But, like, I hate 3D. The only one I ever liked was Avatar, so. Anyway, okay. Number 100. The quote is I'm king of the world. <laughs> Freaking Titanic. All right. 99. I'll get you my pretty and your little dog, too. It's good. Wizard
1: oh, oh, Wizard of Oz. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Nobody puts Baby in the corner. Dancing. Dirty, dancing. Dirty, dirty Dancing. Dirty Dancing. Dirty uh,
1: Dancing is on the AFI Top 100?
0: Yeah. yeah. Nobody quote puts list. Sweezy in a coffin. I mean, the movie is not, but the quote is. Oh, the
1: quotes. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. I misunderstood. the Top 100 Oh, quotes. just the quotes. Okay, okay.
0: Yes. Um, all right, this one so, might be a little more difficult. My mother thanks you. My father thanks you. My sister thanks you. And I thank you. It's an old movie from the early 40s. All right. Yankee Doodle Dandy. Yeah, I, know oh, yeah, I, I didn't see that. Yeah.
1: All right. Snap Out of It. What? That's it? That's it. Snap Out of It? I think it's the from the movie. 80s. What's, when, when, when is it? 87. 87. <laughs> Snap oh, Out Back of It. Back to the Future 2?
0: Uh, shares in it. And Nick Cage. Oh, Moonstruck. Yeah. I've never seen it. Alright, uh Carpe Diem. Seize the day, boys. Make your lives
1: extraordinary. Um, um shit. Uh Robin Williams, um Yes. Oh, dead post Yes, side? yes. Yes.
0: I feel the need <laughs> the need for speed. Speed? Alright. Commando. <laughs> Top gun. Oh a ninety three. Life is a banquet and the and the most poor suckers are starving to death. Trading places. No. Uh, 1958. Oh, geez. Auntie Mame? Auntie Mame?
1: <laughs> Ed- Edamame? I-
0: yeah, I know. A- <laughs> Auntie M-A-M-E. Mame. I-, I don't know. All right. Never heard of it, so that's weird. Uh, here you go. What was it? Cinderella Story. Out of nowhere. Former Grinchkeeper now, about to become the Master Champion. (laughs) It looks like (laughs) a, it's in the hole! Caddyshack. Caddyshack. And number 91, who's on first? Name the movie, though. (laughs) Oh, shit. What? Movie? Yeah, apparently this is from a movie.
2: That's bullshit, because I just saw it on a variety show.
1: I mean, Abbott Costello go to the movies? I don't know. (laughs)
2: Yeah, because they this yeah is, the, is that one film where they just do a bunch of their bits? It's like a bunch of skits.
0: I don't know. It's called the Naughty Nineties. What? And the yeah. cast is Abbott and Costello, but I. I Sweet
1: so about the 1890s. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, that's that's the first ten. We'll go and we'll see. What, what
1: was this? the one we didn't um, know?
0: Uh, auntie, mommy, auntie, dandy Yankee mommy. doodle, dandy and doodle dandy
1: though that was the name of the movie it was auntie mommy
0: yeah auntie like you know aunt. yeah
1: huh and then mom, mom okay
0: all right uh that's it and thanks for listening everybody we at hans shop first would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast we would love to hear from you so feel free to contact us on facebook and twitter at hans shop first also please leave us a review on itunes